Welcome to episode 51 of the Eye of Terror podcast. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. This is going to be our last episode of the year. Yep, because after this, we're going on holiday. We're going on holiday. Where are you going on holiday? Yosemite. Oh, I love Yosemite. All right. I'm not going there. You're not going there. I'm going to Montana. Have fun in Montana. I'm going to go ski in like literally, literally zero degree weather. Going to Kalispell. Have fun with that hypothermia. <laughs> I got this cool Patagonia down sweater. So you can feel it. See? It's all shiny. You can hear it. You That's, can hear the down this feathers. Is, this is strange. This warming is, me. This, this has gotten strange. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a cold night in Santa Monica. Apparently cold it's enough to like warrant... Uh, wearing a down sweater. down sweater. <laughs> inside. It's 58 degrees out there. <laughs> I'm practicing for okay. Montana. But anyway, this is going to be our last show. So we're, we're going to we're going to do our hobby report, and then uh, we'll uh, stick around. Stick around because later on we're going to announce the winner of our giveaway. Right? We'll get into some of our first impressions on the Blood Angels Codex, and then we'll of course we'll get into our battle report, which was the Necrons versus the new Eighth Edition Blood Angels. Okay, but as always, we start off with hobby progress. Yes, we do. Okay, I started a a Blood Angels Primaris Lieutenant. Yeah, you did. It's it's literally the first. It's the second Primaris model from the box of Primaris Marines. What, that, what, what's that? that? It's um uh, the name escapes Dark Imperium. Dark Imperium. Dark Imperium. Yeah, so there Dark it is. Imperium box. Dark Imperium. I know. I I built I know things. I built the, the three little inceptors, the little floaty guys. Yep. And for my for our battle report, I really wanted to have a lieutenant in the army, so I, I built a Primaris lieutenant. Turning turning out really cool. Yeah, really like the way this guy is turning out. No, he looks cool. He's got like a dynamic pose on. Uh, you added a skull, which was nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. From the skull, the skull, skull the box of skulls, which is just great. Which is just great. Can we take a moment? That's just great. Yeah, that's just great. The box of skulls is just, just a little bit great. of flavor to every model. It, there's there's no better way to improve a model than to add some skulls to the base, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm painting him in traditional blood, you know, blood red, uh, blood angels colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I blasted him with a sort of brownish red undercoat as a base, and then I, I did a base coat of Mephiston red followed by Agrax Earthshade as the um, to, to sort of fill in all the little details. Sure. And then went in with some dry brushing of some more um, Mephiston red, so so that it brought the color back out. I did some edge highlighting with yeah. Evil Sun Scarlet, mm-hmm. and then I used a bunch of different metallics to basically bring out details in the model. The face for the sergeant and the face for the Primaris Marines are awesome. They're way more yeah. detailed because they're a little bit bigger. You've got more detail and more expressions in the face. Oh, that's good. So he so now you're. Your blood is going to look even angrier. <laughs> he looks very angry. Now you can be angry in high definition. <laughs> HDR anger. <laughs> you, can you really see the anger in my face? Yes, you can. Every wrinkle. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, that was easy. So I painted his face brown because it was red before because <laughs> yeah. of the, the base coat. And then I did... Uh, White, I think like white screaming skull or something like that. And then I used Reichland flesh shade, and then I used a little more of the of the um, white screamer skull to basically give him a sort of a pallid complexion. But the Reichland flesh shade is an orangey tint, 
So mm-hmm. it's not completely pale, but he looks vampirish. Yeah. And then I gave him a black buzz cut. So you quite literally whitewashed him. Uh, <laughs> kind of, yeah. He's literally white and washed, yes. <laughs> that's, that's my recipe for faces. That's your recipe for faces. <laughs> a little white paint and uh, some wash and some more white paint. There we go. Yeah, but it, it looks good. It looks yeah, good. it looks cool. I know. Uh, inks are such an easy way to paint. It's so easy to paint. Just, oh, let me just throw some ink on there. Just fill his little cracks and then boom, you're done. Little highlights and you're done. Nice. Um, so he's turning out. And he's not done yet, but um, I'd say he's uh, 90% done. I'm just finishing up the details now and then have to work on the base. Because all my blood angels are in snow bases, he's going to go on a snow base too. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I did that to myself because... Yeah, I mean, kind of hard. Like, to, remember the yeah. couple episodes I talked about the the process of putting snow yeah, on your bases. Yeah, it's not great. No, it's not great. I don't know why it takes you decided. too long. It, now I'm stuck. It's can stay. It's got to be consistent. Yeah, what I should do is have the bases like have less and less snow, yeah. like there's a thawing happening, <laughs> so that the new blood angels like. Or I'm standing over here where there's less snow. <laughs> there's more rocks. I'm sending. So there's a little the snow. Weefy patch. But there's less less snow over here. I'm gonna stand over yeah. there. I may I may eventually cheat to that, but we'll see. That could work. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I I finished is a little more details on Death Guard on mm-hmm. uh, the Plague Marines. They're turning out really well. Yeah. My next uh, big project is to do the Pox Walkers. Nice. That's also gonna be a whitewash. Literally, yeah. uh, Duncan has a great tutorial on YouTube on how to do the Pox Walkers. Very easy using <laughs> like a one base coat and a bunch of inks, a bunch of washes. Cool. So I'll do that. Um, so yeah, Duncan's th- Duncan was a really nice addition uh, yeah. to Warhammer TV. That was really yeah. Let's helpful. let's 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 just be thankful for Duncan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, really, it's just like it's just it's, a nice it's a nice thing. It's nice that this this this, this young lad, this young, this young British lad, this young British has taught lad. us how to paint. We've, he's like the Bob Ross of Warhammer. <laughs> And pay a nice little cloud over here. Nice little. <laughs> yeah. All right, now we're going to fill in the skull. Yes. Uh, <laughs> look at all those lovely little cracks in his in his bone. <laughs> right. So, yeah, so that, that's it for Hobby Progress. Not not a ton. Did a little traveling, so um, haven't been able to do that much. But um, it sure is relaxing the paint, so um, I pick it up whenever I can. And now that we're going to have a couple of days off, I'm going to take a couple of days off from work on purpose. On purpose? <laughs> I, I didn't know you could do it on accident. Accidentally taking days off from work. Accidentally. I forgot. Like I well, I do because I don't take days off of work. Yeah. I kind of leave. Um, I, I have the kind of job where you have to kind of always be on and ready to you know respond to text, emails, and phone calls. Yeah. But I'm gonna purposely just like tell people that I'm not gonna be able for a few days, and right. I'm gonna play video games and paint. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, living the life. To the life. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we did pick up the Blood Angels Codex. We did. Uh, it is awesome. It's great. Pretty cool. It's 40 bucks, although we bought it at a local friendly game store, and so they always give a little bit of a discount, so we got it for 35 bucks, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's beautiful. Um, it has a bunch of new artwork, which is great. Uh, a lot of it featuring the new Primaris Marines and the new models that are now being added to the Blood Angels army. Yeah. Let's talk over about some of the uh, the new units that have been added. First off, all the Primaris Marines are in there. Yeah. Primaris right. Chaplains, Primaris Apothecary, the Repulsor Tank, you know, which carries yeah. Primaris Marines. 
Um, uh, we, yeah, we kind of figured that was going to happen, but it's nice. It's still nice. You know, yeah, addition. but it's nice because Blood Angels for a while, like like they were kind of a weird offset. Like you couldn't use certain things. Yeah, and, and but there's still some things that are missing, which is still annoying. Weird. Which is really annoying. Like what's missing is the uh, Centurions are still not in here. Which is like why? What, I, I know. What, like leaving them out. I know. I don't understand why. I don't. I don't get why. Yeah. All right, we're making lava cakes. I edit this out. Remember, we were we were in the middle of maybe an I won't edit it out. And then everybody that we're making lava cakes, and that's our oven. We were in the middle of being outraged. And yeah, that's right. Congratulations, you're on the podcast. Hi, podcast nerds. <laughs> I'm gonna leave this in. Yep, it's all it's all being left in there. That's right. That's right. Hot fudge lava cakes. Hey, there better still be some when we're done podcasting. The work never ends. All right. Okay. That sounds. All right. Let's continue. Let's talk about. It. Okay. So centurions. Centurions. Yeah. So it's a it's a notable omission that not everything, including centurions, are not in there. Also, the thunderfire cannon. Yeah. Again, why? What's I, the? I point? know it's a very useful thing. I don't know why they would just leave it out. It seems unnecessary. Like what? What? What are you doing in order to? Maybe what Game Workshop takes away Forge World giveth. Um, because there are certain things that, like the like the relics of Karen tank, that I think not every blood, Space Marines army can use, but Blood Angels really? can. Yeah, I don't think it's I, I don't think it's available for everybody. I think it's available for certain armies. Sure. Well, I have to double check. And it yeah. wasn't seventh edition. I don't know about eighth. It wasn't okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, not, like not every army could take it. Yeah. Uh, like the popular ones, like I'm sure Ultramarines could take Sakaran tanks, but I'm not yeah. so sure about um, like Dark Angels or like whatnot. Crimson Fists. Ah, they're they're generic enough. Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> I think the Blood Angels get they get the special treatment. Speaking of special treatment, let's talk about some of the special rules for for Blood Angels. Okay, yeah. they you know they've got the Death Company and they got the Black Rage thing happening, and they literally have now codified what Black Rage is. Yep. Black Rage is now, you can add one to this unit attacks characteristics for the duration of the fight phase if it charged in the preceding charge phase. In addition, roll a d6 each time the unit loses a wound. On a six, that wound is ignored and has no effect. Okay, so that that's a true feel no pain. Yeah. Like, if it loses a wound from any source, including mortal wounds, yeah. if you've got Black Rage, you can just shrug it off, which is pretty pretty cool. Yeah, pretty right? much. I mean, it's a 16% chance, right, that you're going to, you know, shrug off the wound, which is not huge, but still. Sure, yeah, yeah, Pretty yeah. good. So Blast Black Rage. Not not every unit has Black Rage. Uh, no, it's, obviously not. It's pretty much limited to Death the... Death Company. Death Company and then the chaplains that service Death Company. Yeah. But you, there is a stratagem that allows non-identified characters to also, for like one or two command points, get the Black Rage, which is cool. It is Because cool. you can create like a blood Black Rage... Roided out, Blood Angels captain. That is very cool. Right? That's cool. S- same time, story implications are very horrifying. That you'd use a stratagem <laughs> to inflict that terrible fate. We're going into a, a, a an important battle. Important battle. We're so gonna we're gonna need you. I'm gonna to inject a, you with this vial. vial? <laughs> Don't, it's gonna make you a more effective and survivable fighter. <laughs> but there's a don't downside. Worry. Don't 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 worry. Or there's like don't worry. It'll be it's great. Astrath, explain the downside. <laughs> right. Well, uh, after the fight, <laughs> you're gonna come see me. You're gonna come see. Me. We're gonna, we're gonna have, have a little talk. We're gonna have a chat. <laughs> don't worry. It's it's going to be completely fine. <laughs> right. Standard procedure. Right. All right. For the emperor, roll up your sleeve. <laughs> Here we go. 
All right, yeah, so that's Black Rage. Um, yep. All right, so the other, the other um, thing that they get is the Red Thirst, and this is an army-wide Blood Angels trait. Army-wide, I mean, really, it's just limited to infantry, dreadnoughts, and bikers. Just yeah. like the other chapter tactics, yeah. you know. Uh, the Red Thirst is, in any turn in which a unit with this ability charged, was charged, or made a heroic intervention, you may add one to its wound rolls in the fight phase. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. The, the, nice. the interesting thing here, it isn't just when they charge, it's if they were charged. Yeah, that we is did, we we forgot about that. We completely forgot about that. We rule forgot because <laughs> yeah, or was charged. So mm -hmm. so even if they're not doing the charging, they're still going to get plus one to their um, wound rolls, which is pretty powerful. That is nice. That means they're mostly going to. I mean, they're strength four for strength the most four. part, right? That's another, so so against Eldar, other marines. So like an, on, on on like Eldar guardsmen, that's a two plus. Two plus against yeah, yeah against yeah 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 yeah, yeah against um, toughness three models. But on right? on MEQs, it's, it's three, three plus, which, which is great. Is nice, better than fifty really, fifty. Yeah, yeah, that is nice. Okay, I I liked it. I think it's a great great. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Ability. It, it's it's fluffy and it's cool. It's fluffy and it's cool. Yeah, so, totally. Okay. I'm good with it. Uh, the other cool things in here are the relics. The relics are. You know what? Actually, let me take that back. The relics are pretty specific. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of really good ones in here. Yeah. Um, first off, if you have a, a named character, you can't take a relic, right? Well, yeah. Because they, 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 they come with their own they, they have their fancy own relics. Uh, they if you've got a generic, you know, warlord or generic character, you can take Spice the relic. There's the Hammer of Ball. Yeah. It's a. It's only for models with thunder hammers, and the hammer of ball replaces that that thunder hammer. Nice. It's a melee strength times two, AP minus three, D three. So rather than D, rather, sorry, uh, the damage is three. As opposed to D three damage. Okay. All right. So uh, it's got the same minus on the AP, but it's got uh, a just regular three damage as opposed to D three damage. That's. Good. It's okay. It's okay. I guess. It's, How much? I, no, I mean you get a you, 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 you get relics free. Relics are free, yeah, but you can free. use more command points. Like I, I know. One, I you can use a command point to yeah. basically give an extra relic to somebody, or three command points to give two relics um, to some to, the, to your army. Got it. There's the jump pack called the, the angels a, the angels wing. Jump pack model only. You can only you can reroll failed charge rolls for a model equipped with the angel's wing, and your opponent cannot fire Overwatch against them. That's very good. That could be very good. That could be very good for like if you want an assaulty captainy type. Exactly. That's good. That's an, good. an assaulty captainy would be would be captainy. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Is it just against that model? Just against that model. Well, I mean, you're getting him into, but see, you, yeah, what you yeah, do you, is you, you can give, charge him in first. With, yeah, but you before. also give him the trait because you can also pick traits, warlord traits, and What's you the trait? give him the, the trait that the your trait. warlord will always fight first. Well, he's going to do that anyway because he's charging. Uh, well, yeah, but okay, there's a, there's a warlord trait that this combines well with called Speed of the Primarch. You can always choose your warlord to fight first in the fight phase, even if he didn't charge. If the enemy has units that have charged or that have a similar ability, right. then alternate choosing units to fight with, but, starting but, with the player whose turn it is taking place. You just said the jump pack allows, like, that doesn't let the enemy overwatch, and that right. you get so, a real so you charge have a, Okay, right. So you have this jump pack on a captain, right? Sure, yeah. 
and he's got the angel's wing, so that means he's going to re-roll his charge, sure. right? He can't over be overwatched, yeah, right? And he's always going to fight first in the fight phase, even if he didn't charge. I don't, I don't think that warlord trait is specifically good for that situation. Not, it's not like a charging thing. No, it's not but a charging it, thing. I mean, it's good. It's just good in assault. It's, it's, it's. I think it. I think it's a. It's like good alchemy. I think they work well together. Uh, that particular. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. It's nice to have. It would be nice to have that for your salty, warlord. I guess I just wasn't getting the immediate. Okay. I, I thought you were referring to like some sort of charging thing. No, no, no. It just, it just, it, it just buffs up an assaulting, yeah, assault-based no, no. warlord. He's, he's, he's right. now a beefier. He is now a beefier. Okay, next warlord. Roll. The Veritas Vitae, and I think most armies have a version of this. If your army is battle forged and the bearer is on the battlefield, roll a d6 each time you use the stratagem. Each time you use a stratagem on a five plus, you gain a command point. So that's great. Every time you use one a command point, you might be able to get one back. Okay, on a 5+. plus, nice. uh, 32% chance you might get something back. Galleon Staff. It's uh, This is for Psykers, or models with four staves only, which is pretty much Psykers. Mm -hmm. It replaces the fourth stave. Um, it is a melee weapon, strength plus two, AP minus one, yep. D3 damage. And you can add one to the bearer's psychic tests when attempting to manifest the smite psychic power. So it makes uh, smite a little easier. Instead uh, of a five, you just need to roll a four. That's okay. Which is pretty easy. Uh, yeah, good if you're going to do smite bomb, you know, yeah. and you at least want to get one of these guys off, you know, and just do, do the smite with at least one of these guys. Yeah. Kind of situational. Oh, well, even I, That's not, the whole thing with the relics is for blood angels. They're all kind of situational. situational. yeah. Right. The next one is Archangel's Shard, model with the power sword or mastercrafted power sword only. Again, see, you got that's really you, you have a model. It's got to have a sword. I mean, that's I mean, right? Sure. Yep. Archangel's Shard is a melee weapon, strength user, AP minus three, D one. All right, nothing, nothing. Right. It's the same as the power sword, but the ability is if the target is a monster, this weapon has a damage characteristic of D three. If the target is a demon monster, this weapon has a damage characteristic of D6 instead. That's super situational, though. Exactly. Right. That's like really situational. Like, you know you're going to fight demons? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's when not, you're going to take it. I mean, yeah, that's when you're going to take a it. A captain with a power sword that is this power sword? But then why not just take like a like thunder hammer or something that can more easily damage like big demons? Well, that monsters. way, you, but this way you can you don't have to get a minus. A thunder hammer, you get a minus one on the on the two hit, right? Yeah, but I mean, but captains are it's, it's e but it's also easier to too. wound. Yeah, true. I don't know why you wouldn't just. I don't know. I again, super situational. I don't see. I I, I would never really take it. If it if it like it, in if it like buffed up its damn like its uh, strength and like mm -hmm. AP characteristics as well. No. Then you might uh, no, but if it did that, I know. It then you might that. have something cool. Okay, that works. Like it's it's like super effective against like demon monsters, like really really effective. Rather than ah, right. you get D three or D six damage. Right. It's, I don't know. Yeah. Not a fan of I that know. one. I know. It's like a demon lightsaber, but yeah. But lamer. But lamer. Um, okay, the next one is, and the final one, the standard of sacrifice. Sure. Ancient model only. Again. What's what? Super, you have to have an ancient, like a primary oh, ancient yeah, or a company yeah, yeah. ancient. Sure. The bearer of the standard of sacrifice gains the following ability in addition to those described in their data sheet. Roll a d6 each time a friendly blood angels infantry or blood angels biker model within six inches of the bearer loses a wound. 
On a five plus, the wound is ignored. It has no effect. <laughs> that was that was Alexa telling us she didn't know that. She didn't know that. She didn't know that. She didn't know that. She knows that now. <laughs> that it was only limited to Blood Angels Infantry or Blood Angels Bikers. <laughs> okay. So if you're within six inches of, of the company Ancient, um, then on a five up, you can ignore the, the wound. Um, models with the Black Rage ability are not affected. So it's kind of like a bubble of feel a, no pain? A, a bubble of feel no pain That's for the nice. company ancient it, it just basically buffs up the company ancient a little bit a specific model that can be killed a little easier if you got the I, things. again but just, you know i mean it's it's a good ability That's a good but, ability. but is, it's but you have to have a company ancient and i don't know if i want to spend points on, on that. a company ancient there's doesn't... too many other good elites and hqs yeah. to, to choose from and i don't want to pick a company ancient Kind of, a, um, kind of a mixed bag of relics. Right. Uh, mixed bag of relics. Um, the Warlord traits are not that much better. We talked about Speed of the Primarch. Which is nice. For it's it's good. It's good. Thing. The next one is the Artisan of War. It's the next Warlord trait. Artisan. Add one to the damage characteristic of one weapon carried by a Warlord. But it can't be a relic of ball. Okay. Oh, so you just get a higher, slightly higher damage? Yeah, well, yeah. Plus one damage. It's a sword of plus one. This is for D and D. He gets a plus one sword. Okay, right, uh, but it's not D and D. Next one is the Soul Warden. Yeah, you can attempt to resist one psychic power with your Warlord, or attempt to resist one additional psychic power if he's already able to do so, in each of your opponent's psychic phases. So if you know you're facing uh, psyker bombs sort of psyker armies, then uh-oh. Soul Warden. Zinch demons are coming. Uh oh. I pick. I pick Soul Warden. Grey knights are coming. Right. That's when. Next one is Heroic Bearing. Friendly blood injured units automatically pass morale tests while they're within six inches of your warlord. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, we They got like, and they shall know no fear. So but, like, Which allows you to re-roll it. So and I don't really. If you have Commander Dante, you have to take Heroic Bearing um, oh, okay. as your warlord trait. Sure. I, uh, yeah. Uh, also the Sanguinor, you have to take Heroic Bearing as your warlord trait. Uh, that's the thing. If you've got named characters, then there's certain warlord traits you have to take. Yeah. Um, okay. The next, the next warlord trait is gift of foresight. Okay. Roll a d6 each time your warlord loses a wound. Rerolling rolls of a, of one. On a six, the wound is ignored. It has no effect. Hey, that's nice. That's right. That's really nice. If your warlord has the black rage ability, they instead ignore wounds on a roll of five or six. Ooh. But the similar ability to ignore wounds on black rage has no effect. Okay, now this is great pain. if you want to create like a like a you know death company chaplain. Yeah, blood angels chaplain that make gonna, him your warlord. Make him your warlord. Give him the black rage, and then uh, Boom. give him this. Boom! Super. Even on like even like the six up, feel no pain on a regular guy is useful. Yeah, but now you got a five up. That's really good. So this is a good. I actually do like this one. Uh, again, this not if you take a name. You can't take like Lamartis and. Sure. Give him this. In fact, let's see. Um, Brother Corbu, of everybody, of the of all the characters that can take cool warlord traits, the coolest, the coolest warlord trait goes to Brother Corbulo. What? Why him? Because he's the, like a medical? Because he knows how to party. <laughs> he's also got that he's grill. Up. He's at this point beer. he's so drunk he can't feel. <laughs> he a can't thing. feel it. He can't it feel it. Truly is no feel no pain. Yeah, you really can't. <laughs> this isn't foresight. This is I, I don't feel it. Uh, what, the, what was that, brother Corbulo? He just took a wound. No, he just I, took a wound. I don't, I, I don't I'm feel fine. Thing. <laughs> Look at me, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's the only one that gets it. Wow. Uh, that's kind of a waste because nobody ever takes brother Corbulo. <laughs> 
I'm going to take Brother Corbulo next time. I play play just, sure, just to yeah. see what happens. Just to see what happens. He has that eye of ball that allows him to reroll one die. Yeah, that's kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's that, interesting. Well, it's but called it, a strategium, dude. Like everyone's got yeah, this ability at this point. At this point. <laughs> right. But I mean, you, you don't, don't have to. You don't have to spend a point on it now. Yeah, he just comes so. with it free. He just comes with it. it. All right. Yeah. Next, next one is selfless valor. Your warlord can perform a heroic intervention if he is within six inches of an enemy instead of only three inches, and if he does so, he can move up to six inches rather than three. Meh. Yeah, exactly. Who would ever take yeah. that? No one. No one. No one. All right, so bad um, warlord trait. Bam. Right, so I, I think the relics aren't great. The warlord traits, except for one, are are a mixed bag. Lots of mixed yeah, bags. Yeah, the, the stratagems are I, actually uh, they're all they are pretty good. There's there's some there's some ones that I used. Like there's a great one called the Red Rampage. Oh yeah, uh, it's a it costs one uh, command point. Oh no, I didn't use this one, but I wanted to. One command point. Use a stratagem in any fight phase to add D3 to the attack characteristics of a Blood Angel's character from your army that charged earlier this turn for the duration of the fight phase. That can really add to the shenanigans. Yeah, it really can. Yeah. yeah. As, as we'll see later, it really can. It really can. Maybe not. There's, a, there's other stratagems in here. I can't find it off the top of my head. But it... It costs three command points that basically um, allows you to fight again. Oh, here, it's called Honor of the Chapter. Mm-hmm. Use a stratagem at the end of any fight phase. Select the Blood Angels Infantry or Blood Angels Biker unit from your army. That unit can immediately fight for a second time. Uh, oh, yeah, you did use that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I shall yeah, taunt you a second, second time. <laughs> that can be pretty devastating, yeah. especially in the way I, I try to use it. Yeah, and then there's Descent of Angels, which allows you to uh, roll your charge with 3d6 instead of 2d6. That's yeah, a good strategy. That is nice. Yeah, that's that is one. very nice for Blood Angels, especially. Yeah, the Blood Angels characters are just, you know, they get a lot of awesome auras. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Dante, I think, has the most awesomeness of all of the auras. Um, he's also pretty expensive. He's 11 power and I think like 215 points. Uh, he's a chapter master, so you can re-roll failed hit rolls for Blood Angels units within six inches of him. Neat. He's got the death mask, a minus one modifier to leadership while they're within three inches of any model wearing a death death mask. He's got a four-up invuln save, and he's got jump pack assault. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a beast with six wounds, you know, 12-inch movement, weapon skill, and bliss skill two plus, and a two-up save, plus a four-up. And won't save. He's he's pretty tough. Up next, or next to him is a Sanguinor, who's pretty much got the same stats except for only five wounds. And then one great thing about the Sanguinor is you can add one to the attack characteristics of friendly Blood Angels infantry. So, so as you'll see in our upcoming battle report, there are mm-hmm. ways to game this in a way to basically add overlapping auras to different um, yes models. Yes, there was to create shenanigans. Shenanigans, shenanigans didn't sue. Shenanigans didn't sue. Oh, I mean, we're not going to go through all the characters. Chief Librarian Mephiston is also a notable badass in this. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, the chaplains are all great. Lamartis is great. So, yeah, the, the characters are really great. They did a great job with them and uh, making them all feel different at the same time, powerful. And, and with their different auras, you can really do a bunch of stuff. Death Company is in here, and with a basis of two attacks, you know, just normally, they also can be beasts. And because they get, and they shall know no fear, and the Black Rage automatically. So they automatically get a six-up feel no pain and an extra attack 
on the turn in which they charge. So on the turn in which they charge, that's three attacks, just base. If they use chain swords, that's four attacks. Each. Right. You had the sang- ah. you had the Sanguinor, that's five attacks. Ah. You had the or a or a similar chaplain, that's six, six attacks, attacks on each. the charge. That's not foreshadowing. And with the red thirst, that's one plus one to their wound roll on the uh on that on that particular fight phase, oh my god! Yeah, you can pretty much knock out anything in one turn with that. Yeah, you could if you brought, if you brought enough. Uh, bring you know what? You can solve any problem in Warhammer with enough Death Company. Enough Death Company, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we'll find out if they can solve any problem. I, I think this is a winning uh, codex. I think I think this uh, is not probably the strongest codex, but it definitely makes Blood Angels uh, significantly more competitive because of all of the overlapping auras. A lot of, yeah, a lot of the base rules are really good for all the yeah. units. Uh, just some of the like touch up like warlord traits and like the relics that are kind of shaky. Yeah, they're not great. They're not. They aren't. They're not yeah, great. They're kind a- adding of adding more um, weaponry. You know, uh, among our chief weapons are. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, that's 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 okay. That's yeah. two strikes for the mind Python references. Uh, they've added storm talons. They've added storm. Uh, what else have they added? Um, just more, you know, more stuff. More lots stuff. Of, lots of stuff. Lots of lots of except stuff. those two things, which except are the centurions and the thunderfire cannons, which upset me. Just, just give us all our toys. GW. They also don't have any of the, the anti flyer um, tanks. You know, the I forget what they're called. The hunter, hunters, the hunter stalker, hunter stalkers. They don't have that. Anymore. No, they're not. Anymore. Give us all of our toys, GW. Let yeah, us play okay. with our toys. That's okay. It's okay. That like nobody cares. We about want to stalkers. play with our toys. Yeah. All right. Dang it, we care about centurions. We do. Okay. So we, I, I would, I would say this is a solid eight and a half codex. Yeah, uh, yeah I, got I give it an eight point five. It's I, not the strongest codex. Um, some of it is maybe biased because Blood Angels was my first yeah. army and my probably still my favorite army. Solid eight point five. You know what do you think? Uh, I'd I'd give it I'd give in an eight. An eight. An eight. Maybe a seven point five if I was in a bad mood. Uh, do, do you think this is stronger or not as strong as Death Guard? As Death Guard? Yeah. Mm, I think this is more. I think this is stronger just by virtue of it being more of a developed army already. It has a lot of stuff from Space Marines already at its behest. Death Guard has some stuff from like Chaos Space Marines, but I don't know. I mean, I haven't actually, well, then again, I haven't played with Death Guard yet, so I can't even. That's true, we haven't played I can't even, Death I can't Guard. even say, really. Yeah, they're sitting I just on my shelf getting All I know is that we get free five up, feel no pain. That's not that I'm comparing, not that I'm comparing or anything, but you know, right. <laughs> they get it, but they get it for free. But we get it. We do it army wide for free. <laughs> right, right. Better than Chaos Space Marines? Uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Probably, but then that's not a super high bar. They're better. They're better. I think they're better than Chaos Space Marines. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, that's not a super high bar. I, but I honestly don't know if they're better than Astromilitarum. Well, Astromilitarum Militarum is... It's been great. Yeah, it's been great. It, it, yeah, I don't I, even like that's yeah, that's it, been like one of the it's cool crazy. armies. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it suddenly got really powerful. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not sure. That would be a fun game. That would be a fun game. Right. So, Ideas for next time. Yeah, although chapter approved, I think has nerfed a little bit of the Estramel term pricing conscripts and yeah. shrinking their blob sizes a little bit. Got it. Yeah, but still, still, you know. Yeah. Okay. They're probably still good. Okay. All right, so let's move on to topics. All right, so 2018 is rapidly approaching. 2017 was a banner year for Warhammer. It was. Yeah. 
So I asked Alec a question before the show started, and it had an easy answer. What was the best thing that happened in the hobby in 2017? <laughs> the best thing in the yeah. Gee, I wonder. <coughs> eighth edition. What? What was yeah. that? Clearly, clearly, was, eighth edition was the best thing to happen in the I hobby. Think, I think a fly went in my throat. It, I don't it, know what that was. It clarified, simplified, streamlined all the rules and brought the fun back, I think, to the game. It, we, yeah. we argued less and played more. Exactly. Uh, I haven't had this much fun playing Warhammer in a while. I know. So, I know. I know. And the games go sign. faster and smoother, and the dice rolls uh, bring out more hilarity. Yeah, they're just it's just more fun in every dice roll. It just feels like like we're having a good time again. The armies feel balanced, and yet they feel different. Yeah, you know? I completely agree. It's just it's what the, it's what the hobby needed. A brush of, it's a breath of fresh air. We we at first hated the idea it was going to be age of sigmard and then and then as yeah. time rolled on we realized they were just going to simplify things and get rid of the stuff that just didn't matter all of it was yeah. it's a game all yeah. of it is an abstraction no matter what right sure yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not actually getting into tanks and strapping on jump packs sure right but uh no it's it's uh, yeah but it's it's it just it's fun. yeah so it's a good time again Right, so I think that was the best thing. Well, obviously, clearly, eighth edition is the best thing that happened in the hobby. Along with that comes the very frequent uh, updates, errata, and FAQs that yeah. Games Workshop is now issuing. They, in fact, they're issuing it so often that they know that they're they're running into people who are getting a little confused because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. so many, you know, Erratas all this and... new information constantly seems to be coming out. Sure. So they issued. <laughs> Uh, a statement about the frequency frequency of which they will be issuing errata and um, FAQs. And they're basically saying they're going to issue two big FAQs throughout the year. That seems reasonable. There'll be an errata that follows mm. typically within a couple of weeks of a release of a... Of a, of a codex. Of a codex to sure. answer questions. People always have questions about new rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So they'll try to get something out fairly quickly. Yeah. And then there'll be like an FAQ at the beginning of the year, sometime in the first quarter... And then toward the end of the year, there'll be another FAQ. Sure. So that way everyone can reliably sort of know when the rules are going to get affected. Yeah. That's probably more important if you're a tournament player, right? Yeah. Than a casual player. But still, I thank you, GW, for at least letting us know what your plans are. As opposed to the deafening silence that played oh, prior GW years. before. Yeah. Right. Right. That's yeah. That's the other part that goes into this is they're way, way more open, way more engaged with their community. Yeah. So thank you, GW, for doing that. We we applaud you. You're not showing up at conventions. You're showing up at games, and you're actually having dialogues with your fans, not just selling them models for a lot of money. Because we'll happily buy your models for a lot. Of we money. will. We will happily buy those models <laughs> when you give us more Duncan. And you, yes. and you give us cooler armies and you give us fun rules and good fluff. We will happily buy all your plastic. Thank we you. Do. We do. Speaking of models. Speaking of models. Okay. What is your favorite model of uh, 2018? My favorite model. Of 2017. Sorry. 2017. 2017. 2017. We're not in that year. Yeah. Uh, yet. Honestly, I'm going to have to agree with you, although I have a different runner up. Okay. I have to agree with you on that fetid bloat drone. The fetid bloat. That, that is my looks, pick too. That looks great. I can't really. My favorite model, 
And your favorite model of fetid blood drawn it, from the it, uh, Death Guard. Its army. design just looks rad and like weird, but like it, it looks chaosy, but like cool chaosy, not lame. I have plenty of spikes everywhere chaosy. Right, it isn't just skulls and spikes. Yeah, on top of it, something that we already that's kind of familiar, like it, like a rhino or something. It, it's it's a whole new chassis yeah. for a whole new type of weapon yeah. platform. It's something very original to chaos, and it feels true to that. But at the same, it's like the good part of chaos, not the goofy part of chaos. Right, right, and and it feels also very uniquely Death Guard. It doesn't look yeah. like like anything else. It doesn't look like it's just a chaos thing. It looks like it's something that is biological and machine at the same time. Yeah, uh, it was a very fun model to paint. Probably the model I most had fun with, because that really? was the f yes this year because. You know, I I've talked about this before. I um I was a little leery about painting gore and viscera. Yeah, for are. a Death Guard army, and you know, I'm already like um, you're you're already super weird weirded out by the whole Nurgle thing in the first place. Yeah, that's gross for the most part. The old Nurgle was just gross and it had and no appeal to me whatsoever. Sure, new Nurgle is cool. <laughs> <laughs> new Nurgle cool. is cool. Old Nurgle is just gross. Okay, new Nurgle is cool. Because there's, there's like a, I don't know, it just seemed like a very unique, cool way to present, you know, infection and, you know, blight and all this stuff. Yeah. In a way that just wasn't just, you know, pustules, <laughs> which was sure. the, old, the old way of doing and, it. And, you know, like right. open stomachs and whatnot. Well, I can even appreciate the open stomachs now because they're, yeah. they're, they're consistent. They they're, are they're, nice. they're, yeah, it isn't made, meant to gross out. It's meant to say, hey, we're, we're, we're just... Bursting with excitement so, for chaos. We're, we're very open. We're very <laughs> we're open, open to sorts new, of people. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a chance. Give um, us a chance. Yeah. In fact, just walk into this miasma. Miasma. <laughs> Give, can I have a hug? <laughs> That's all. That's all Nurgle wants. That's all Nurgle That's wants. That's all he wants. That's all hug. Papa Nurgle wants. He wants to hug us all. He wants to hug everyone. And just bring about new life. <laughs> Festering <laughs> new life. life. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the flatted blood drone I think is my favorite model of the year. I, I it was fun to fun to paint. What was your runner up? All right, I know you don't like this one. Oh yeah, yeah, you don't. I know like what you're gonna say, but it's gotta be Mortarion. All right, right. Mortarion with his weird like insect wings. And uh, I think they sort of nailed like with Magnus. They nailed his character by having him look like really tall and proud and, oh, I'm superior to everyone. Yeah. I'm wizard primarish, the Primarch man. I'm yeah. wizard Primarch man. I'm better than you all. Right. Uh, which is which is still like his character. So that works. The whole like, oh, ego right. is I'm downfall. smarter than you guys. I'm, I'm, than I'm you. more imperious than you guys. I, I know I know what's up. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, He's the mathlete. Mortarian, however, is this weird, grave quiet sort of skulking figure and they nailed that perfectly with his look he's all he looks kind of a little hunched over his insect wing like his insect wings look like they're less like making him fly and all of like the artwork and stuff and more like they're just kind of like hauling him from place to place which is how it should look right uh i, I think they just kind of got like that weird sort of like like infectious grim reaper look down really well i i think you're right i mean uh, it's consistent with the look i just don't like the giant insect wings no, just, I think there's something cool. creepy about them they yeah don't like them yeah they're creepy um if the 
Primarchs were Peanuts characters. Magnus would be Schroeder. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? Sure. Let's see. Mortarian would be... What was the one that always was always dirty? With the blanket? Yeah. No, no. Not Linus. The the one that was always dirty. Wasn't Pi- that the guy with the blanket? No. There was a guy in like Pig's oh, yeah, yeah, or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're he talking about. He's always I like... I forgot. Yeah, he's always like dirty he's always, yeah, yeah he's always filthy yeah that would that'd be mortarian and then, and then uh Who, who's robute who's charlie brown yeah he kind of <laughs> charlie brown totally charlie brown <laughs> things kind of happen to him things just kind of happen <laughs> right oh. right oh brother right it might it might be lucy because she showed judge mantle but i think it's charlie brown lucy is like who's lucy um well uh, Who's yeah, really who, judgmental? Who would be judgmental? Um, um, holier than thou, kind of. Well, that would be like uh, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy that started all this, Erebus. Not, um, not Erebus. Who? Uh, um, oh my God! Lorgar. 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 Maybe. Nah. Maybe not. He's a little too. That's he's a little too weird. Yeah, to be, we'll, we'll have to look back. Uh, who's Snoopy? Snoopy. <laughs> Alpharius. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Snoopy does don a lot of disguises. Yeah, he does don a lot of he's, he's secretly the Red Baron. He's secretly yeah, the true. Red Baron. No one he's, knows. He's the French uh, version of Snoopy. The, the, the foreign cousin with the beret. Oh, yeah. That's that's that's, that's Omegon. That's a, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there we, that's his brother. There we right. go. Plus, Boom. he's also hipster Snoopy. Remember how he wears like like little sunglasses and yeah. stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. There we so go. There we figured go. It out. Alpharius is Snoopy. Alpharius was Snoopy all along. <laughs> right. Right. All right, let's move on. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, so let's take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about our battle report, which pitted the Necrons versus the new 8th edition Blood Angels. All that and more when we return. back uh we decided to test out um all these units in the new blood angels codex i couldn't wait to play them and we thought what more fluffy way to play blood angels than against the necrons oh yeah classic matchup this one yep before they became best friends we we decided Uh, to uh play 1750 yep right um points this time um and then picked one of the missions from chapter approved Oh, we rolled one of the missions. We rolled one of the missions. Yeah, we, we decided to let fate decide. So, um, And it was the first Maelstrom mission. The first Maelstrom mission. I in believe, the new which chapter was Maelstrom, but also kill points. Yeah, it was a combination of, yeah, exactly. It was exactly a combination of kill points and, and Maelstrom. You get one one victory point for every unit you killed, yeah. plus you needed to fulfill whatever the Maelstrom mission was. Which is great for the super survivable Necrons. Uh, right, because killing Necrons, Necrons is, is not always, the easiest thing in the world. No, nah, it's not. <laughs> it's generally not. Okay. Uh, do you happen to remember your army? I, off the top of my head, yeah, kind of, yes. Okay, all right. All right, here we go. Give, here us, go. give us the highlights of your army. All right, so I brought a uh, ward and a cryptech. This is a battalion attachment, by the way. Yeah. 
the Lord, who I brought by accident because I wanted to bring the Overlord, who had a cool shooting ability, but I completely forgot because they have similar uh, names. One is like, uh, my will be done, and the other one is the Lord's will, which is just confusing, but whatever. I brought him uh, with the Veil of Darkness or whatever the teleporting thing uh, relic is. I brought a Cryptek. I brought two Warrior Squads of 10. I brought an Immortal Squad of 10, all with Tesla Carbines, because I wanted to use that sweet, sweet uh, Overlord ability, which I still couldn't use, and I didn't know until the beginning of the game, but whatever. I brought in a Squad of Wraiths. Always useful. Uh, the Nightbringer. Whoa. I brought in the Triarch Stalker. I brought in three... What are the names of those zoomy zoom things? Tomb Blades. Tomb Blades. The zoomy zooms. What? The zoomy zooms. With the nebula scopes. The zoomy zoom with the nebula scopes. Sorry, friends. My name, yeah. my, my brain is malfunctioning. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is malfunctioning. Right. Give me a moment. I'm quite old. The Necron is recently awoken. <laughs> Not all its subroutines are yet in place. You know, they actually go, the, some of them actually go insane. Yes, during when, hibernation. Yeah. And when they wake up, they're just insane. Yeah. Right. Cool. Uh, I brought in a Night Scythe. Uh, I brought in a group of Lich Guard for the first time with War Scythes. In As a, yeah, instead of the Yeah, instead of the, the shield shields. and sword. Yeah. Uh, that was an interesting choice. Well, I because I figured I was going to use them in an offensive capacity this time. Because you can't, because with the Night Scythe, you can't bring them, you, you can only beam in one squad at a time. And it specifically says one unit at a time. So you can't bring in oh right oh at the same time right because that's a separate so that's a separate unit so wow uh, so that was like oh that's annoying that is but then i realized i can just use these guys and as shock troops as shock troops they can just show up and like and just murder things with their war sites exactly yeah okay okay um i decided to really focus on death company here so what i did is i brought lamarty's and the Sanguinor, because both Lamartis and Sanguinor have auras that mm-hmm. allow Death Company to give them an additional attack. So with that, I brought 15 Death Company, all with bolters and chain swords, except for one guy who had an Infernum pistol with him. Okay. Nice. The reason I did that was because the chain swords give him an additional attack. So basically, yeah. Death Company was on the charge, was going to launch six attacks each which for a total of 75 attacks audience remember when i said foreshadowing earlier this is uh this is that paying off attacks from one unit this is that paying off right okay so that that was that yeah um also included a group of devastators with las cannons right nice a group of snipers with camel cloaks and sniper rifles uh, i had three attack squads mm-hmm. one with the heavy bolter one with a las cannon and one with a grav gun. Sure. The grav gun came with a drop pod, right? Nice. I also brought, I also put into my army a squad of inceptors. Those are those little oh, yeah. floaty things. The floaty men. Um, totally forgot to use them. Completely. Completely forgot to include them. Forgotten. Yeah. They, they 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 cost what 130 points or something like something that. Something like that. Wasted. Pres- did not. not there. Didn't remember. They're on my painting table because I'm using them as a guide for my Primaris lieutenant, and so there they remained, and they heard the screams <sighs> of their brothers from the other room, and, and their stupid little jump packs. Were, they were like moving twelve inches at a time. They just couldn't time. get. Just couldn't make it. They, they couldn't make it. They man. couldn't make it in time. Can, yeah. So I I, I blame them. Uh, I brought a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think that was the bulk of my army. That was it. All right. 
the scenario said that I got to pick, I ended up picking the, the sides. Yeah. And then uh, we rolled off to see who went first, but because of the way things worked out, Alec got a plus one. So he won the roll off to go first. To go first. But there was a second roll for you know. seizing the initiative. And he and he won. And it. the emperor was with me. That, so that I time. so I, I seized the initiative. Yeah. And then we thought this game is gonna go to whoever whoever See, goes yeah, first. Yeah, whoever, whoever goes, goes first. first. We were like, yeah, this is gonna go. Yeah, whoever goes first. Either the Necrons were gonna do their implacable thing and then march up march and up, get rid of like, Yeah. Or Blood Angels were just gonna start dropping in assault units and yeah. wrecking house. All right, so I went I went first. My first turn, uh, I was able to achieve something pretty remarkable. I got rid of one whole unit of warriors. Warriors, the entire thing. Wow. The entire shebang. Right. I focused on that unit of warriors, and I'm just like, wiped them out. Because I knew if I left one of them, the stupid Necrons were going to do what Necrons do, and then reanimate themselves. Add a crypt next to them. So, I know, yeah. I know. And I didn't want that, because they're going to come back, and I'm going to four up. Yep. Yeah, so and you were you were like, oh, you really want to shoot them again? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you were like, how about these guys? They're like, I don't care. I'm gonna shoot those guys. I'm gonna shoot those warriors. Yeah, and I uh, was able to. You were really deflated when I got the warriors. But yeah, yeah, they went down fast. Surprisingly, yeah. so they it did. was a combination of last cannon fire, the whirlwind. You know, it was, it was a lot of things you were through at, at my troops' choice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did, I did waste a lot of firepower on the troops' choice. On the troops' choice, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it worked. It worked. All right. Uh, the so actual, actually did a lot of damage to my Tarek Stalker, which was important. I, I did actually, yeah, because some, some of my last cannons two. went after the Tarek Stalker and reduced it down to like one, um, one wound. Was left. it only one? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it was down to one. At the uh, end of that first turn, so so that you took a lot of damage in that one first turn. Yeah, right. So that was that was my first turn. It was pretty good. I, I think I ended up getting one um, victory point because I got one one objective. No, you got two. I got two. Oh, that's right. I got first, 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 got first blood. First blood. First and blood. I got one secure objective. So I actually, take like three because you destroyed a unit. That's true. That's true. So I did. I did get three. So that was a good start. Unit. Yeah. So that was a good start. That right. was a good start. Good, that was good, all like, good start uh, for uh, our boys in red. Okay. Boys in red. What happened now to our boys our in boys silver? silver. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Night Sive came in, uh, didn't, shot at the uh, Sakaran alongside the Trilok Stalker, which was still active despite being horribly damaged. But important thing, one of my favorite things about the Necrons now, that all of their like all their characters and all their vehicles this thing called living metal to replace the old reanimation protocols which gives them back one wound per turn automatically it's great doesn't seem like it's a lot but it but it over adds time up. It, it adds up it yeah it does especially if we don't focus on the thing ever again <laughs> <laughs> lesson learned yeah lesson uh, learned so that would that, that those two things the night scythe and the triarch soccer did some damage to your sakaran they didn't kill it outright no, you reduce it by like three or four, three or four wounds, wounds. something like yeah, that, right? Because that heat ray does like d six wounds. Uh, it's yeah, a, yeah, no, it's it's the it's the double, it's the heavy goss, heavy goss cannons. I think on the track stalker. Yeah, I I, I switched them out for the. Oh, okay. Because whatever that range. weapon was, it, it's AP minus four, so I have no defense against AP minus four, strength nine, right. uh, thirty six inch range. D, I want to say D3 or D6 damage. It was D6 damage. D6 damage. Yeah. Year. So every time you roll a dice, I'm like, <gasps> I was only, immediately, I was only shooting out a five up at that point. Yeah. That's true. You were shooting with a five up. Yeah. But you still made it. I still made it. You still made so, it with one. So, so that was pretty yeah, good. Yeah. But that was good. 
I did some like shooting at some other unit. Your drop pod? Did your drop pod come in? Yeah, the first my drop pod had come in to basically secure one of the objectives. Drop pod came in. It, it was really like I didn't want to put my drop pod there, yeah. but I went for the sure thing because if I just put the drop pod and one unit of attack yeah. marines, I was going to get that objective. And I thought, okay, I got to play the mission, not yeah, yeah, yeah. not just try and kill the not necrons. Not just try to kill the necrons. Right. So um, I, I did what I was supposed to do. I think, however, I, I think the immortal shot at them. Yeah, they were across uh, from them on a building, and they shot them. Did they killed? They, like, you killed four. four you of killed them? four of the. I killed everyone, one. but but the grav, but the grav guy. Yeah, the grav hitter. Yeah, he he hid. He was hiding behind the drop pod. Yeah, and then you shot the drop pod with with the warriors, and then the drop pod didn't take much damage. No, it did not. No, it's so, a tough little drop pod. It was an it was a eh, turn for me. Yeah, to start with. Right. Right. More foreshadowing. More foreshadowing. <laughs> right. Um, my turn two was, um, I, I kind of spread out my fire, which is a yeah. mistake. You know, I shot again. I, I My sniper shot at your star god, at your satan. Yeah, that didn't go well. No. Snipers suck. My snipers <laughs> always suck. No, they, they don't do much. Your, your snipers specifically. Either, well, I, they were hitting and they were and then, but then wounding. They, everything would just bounce off. Yeah, because he's a two-up save. Boop. Right. No, he has a four up save. Or he's a four up. He has a four up save. He has a four. He has a four up invuln save. Oh, okay. That's his only thing. Right. Except that they, I did get one mortal wound on him. Did you? Yeah. No, you didn't. Not on, not on my uh, nightbringer. No, I it was it. your ward. It was my ward. Oh, I was your lord. That's it right. Was, you were shooting at my ward. That's right. So I spread out my shot, and with necrons, you can't do that. You have to basically uh, yeah. focus, focus fire, fire on one thing and then just kill it dead. Otherwise, it'll come back. And with and, and, and that's with, the lesson I learned because I did not do that. I, I I spread. I basically took targets of opportunity and I just shot, thinking that, assuming that I was going to roll really well. Yeah. Right. Never you, assume you can roll really well. well. That's your strategy. <laughs> and then you're, <laughs> it's a then failing strategy. Very wrong. <laughs> right. Just assume that you're probably not going to make most of your shots. So, so fire, everything. fire everything at one thing and then kill it and then move on to the next. And, and I didn't do that. So so I didn't really put any I didn't focus on your track stock, which I should have killed. Yep. I think I, I threw some some fire at it. But, it but then I miss and I'm like, ah. I'll, or I'll, like quantum shielding took it. Quantum shielding. Quantum shielding also. I, quantum re shielding reduced just the hysterical. damage. Quantum yeah. Like, okay. So when you, okay. So talk about what quantum shielding Quantum is. shielding is great. Yeah. For those who don't know the greatness of quantum shielding, yeah. whenever a vehicle of the Necrons is shot by some like big weapon, like a last cannon per se, and they roll and it's like unsaved, you failed your save, uh, they rolled their damage, you can make another roll. And if you roll lower than whatever their damage roll was, all the damage is gone. All ignored, exactly. All ignored. So let's say I hit him with the last cannon and I rolled a five. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I got five, five points of damage. Four or lower. No, no, you Ignores didn't. Ignores all Nothing. the damage. Yeah. Wow. It happened in another reality. <laughs> Not this one. Not this reality. I'm fine here. In this dimension, everything is fine. fine. I pity the Necrons in that other dimension. It's right yeah um, reality yeah. gets warped reality gets warped um uh, so yeah so that actually absorbed some it, of the some of the fire because I, you know i had a lot of last cannons my securing had two uh last cannon sponsons yeah. and then the devastators had last cannon and then one of the attack squads had last cannon so there was a <laughs> last cannon fire everywhere i mean it's such a great defensive ability not just because it's like oh it, it absorbs damage but the more effective your opponent is 
the, the, the less effective, the less effective, effective they are. Right. They it's, can. They. They it's can't. Like judo. They. They're at a certain point. They're literally hoping you're, for low rolls. You're, <laughs> you're using your your opponent's strength against them. Exactly. Right. And you are. You're like, I hope I get a one or two. Yeah. One or two. <laughs> that, <laughs> that way, the last cannon just grazes them. The last cannon just grazes them. No, be. I'll be very grateful. And that combined with living metal. Yeah, is just yeah, it just adds the tenacity and toughness of the Necron. So oh, there, yeah. there were tough. So, I, but I didn't, I didn't. You, and, but you can take it down. Way to fire takes everything down. But I, sure, I, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I didn't concentrate. I did you not. I, I spread it all over the place. So he just kept getting wounds. I back. shot. I, I ended up reducing two of your. I killed two of your tomb blades, but I didn't kill all of them. You didn't I, kill all of them. No, I didn't kill all of them. And that was uh, yeah. This 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 was the turn that Death Company had, had come in. Oh yeah, Death Company had come in. And uh, your wraiths were coming up, yep. and so they materialized in front of the wraiths, and uh, they charged the wraiths. Yep, seventy-five oh, attacks. No, sixty-five. Sixty-five. Sorry. Because some, some, not sorry. not all of Death Company, not all of Death Company was within a, within the within, range, within, within the fighting range, fighting range. Right? Yep. Because they needed to conga line them a little bit. So, so they could get that aura, aura that from, sweet, those sweet, sweet auras from Wilmardis and Sanguinar, who did not make it at the combat. They did not make right. So they were, but but I I strategically placed death yeah. companies to still take advantage of the auras. So, so 65, 65 attacks, attacks from okay, death company from death company. I, I killed, six raves. Right, I killed two of them. Three. Well, I killed. Oh two yeah, of them. you killed, I killed two, two of them. them at the beginning. Your wraith attacked back, and you killed. I don't so know. I think a few, a few death company, a few death company, and then I played the stratagem that allows death company to fight again, and then you killed one more. <laughs> I just killed one more. Sixty-five attacks. So two whites. It's hundred and thirty attacks, and I killed three raids. <laughs> that that should tell you how my rolling went. But more importantly, I forgot the blood angels. Yeah. Uh, Chapter tactic of the Red Thirst, it which was just gives a, gives was, a plus one to the wound roll. It was just a forget-a-thon for you. Yeah, so I forgot that. <sighs> had I remembered that, I would have wiped out the rates. I don't know if you would have wiped them out. I would have gotten more than three. You would have gotten more than three. I would have gotten more than three. So you would have gotten more than three, probably. So basically, 130 attacks, and I killed three rates. Yep. Right. You were you were rolling really well. And first, because so like, they have a three up in Volt Save. I, I got all my garbage rolls out on the first turn. <laughs> yeah, all my then, garbage rolls were just exercised. All your, right, and then all your turn. gold rolls suddenly were came left. back. Yeah, so yeah. so it was theoretically that that strategy of having Death Company with six attacks each and then fighting them twice would be, should should work. Kill I, anything. Anything. Except Necrons. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Necrons with three in wound saves. Yep. So anyway, and they, what they have three wounds each. Yeah. Right. And the toughness five. And it was a, and it was a real. Yeah. The, even 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 with your stupid amount of attacks, it was still a slog because they're wraiths. Yeah, wraiths just slow everything Which down. Was, wraiths are just no fun. <laughs> wraiths are great fun for the person playing them. Game Workshop, just get rid of wraiths. <laughs> just get rid of them. You're gonna make the game fun. Okay. Get rid of them. Okay. When you play them, you I love them. Yeah, you love them. <laughs> I throw them into the battle. Is that um, you did? Yeah. So that wasn't good. And okay. That, and that was very advantageous because in my turn, uh, as I'm marching, I you see the interesting thing about the Nightbringer now. He's mm -hmm. a character. Mm -hmm. So rather than just marching him up like you normally do, I put him behind. I put him with uh, Necron bubble wrap. 
yeah some necron bubble rock along with the uh, cryptek so they were kind of escorting it along so when he got to a fight he could you know do something as opposed to just get shot to pieces right and boy did he um, yeah, the, boy did he the star god the Sitan, we we've talked about him before he's just crazy overpowered he when he gets in close when he gets in close like he has he has to he has to reach you yeah but thankfully you're you're blood angels so you just kind of come to me <laughs> um that's what we do so i mean first i like killed your uh Sikaren. i should give i should give yeah you, yeah i killed your Sikaren. i, right. I beamed down the uh the i beamed down the witch guard, guard uh and they took i actually got a guy killed in overwatch but they destroyed they hacked and slashed the uh Sikaren pieces yep uh which is helpful and your death company, your death company, however, did finish off my uh, the raids, the raves, and then it, on your oh, turn, again took that. It took over two hundred attacks. It took over two hundred attacks. Over two hundred attacks kill to kill six raids. Six raids. What the heck? Sheesh. What the hell? What? What? Yeah, but it's the first time in a long time that the raids have died in the game. Yeah. Normally they, they just, just tar pit the something, thing. and they just the whole game is just tar pit tar with the raids. Yeah. But this time the raids finally, finally died because of Death Company. Um, and then on your turn, you you turned your ire towards the uh, the tomb raids, the, the tomb blades, the tomb blades. Right. Uh, Sanguinor actually went after them. Yeah, killed two of them. Killed two of them. Did not kill all three of them. So, like, did not kill all three of them, which is very important. Yeah, because that last one was able. I was actually really worried about when he's cut, killed the Tomb Blades because I uh, knew I had an objective that they could reach. Yeah. But another unit to reach them, the Necron Warriors. Right. But I didn't want to, I wanted to use the Necron Warriors to attack your uh, as opposed, Death As opposed to advance. As opposed to advance. Right. So I was kind of worried. I was like, oh no, I might not be able to get rid of the deal with that problem now. But I left one. He went alive and he ran and he ran out of combat, landed on the objective necron warriors show up with all their goss i activate the uh ward's night veil or whatever and him and his immortals teleport nine inches away from your death company with a bunch of tesla carbines locked and ready to go yeah it was a very cinematic moment and the nightbringer (laughs) shows like just kind of like floats on in he's like hi i can use my this uh, is the part of the movie where it's darkest before the dawn you know, where suddenly all the bad guys, but, scary bad guys show up. But there was no dawn, was there? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it just got darker from we, this point Because on. after Bonnie and Clyding most <laughs> of your death company yep. with Goss and Lightning. Yeah. As well as, uh, actually, I think the uh, Nightbringer killed a few on that, on, on the shooting phase as well, which is neat. Um, he charged, he charged the uh, death company, killed them all. And then on his uh, consolidation, consolidation, on his consolidation, he was able to reach the Sanguinor and insta killed him. Yeah, one was... turn of combat. Uh, sorry, two turns of combat. Death Company dead. Sanguinor, Sanguinor dead. dead. I made. Well, I failed all my invul and rolls. Boom, dead. Yeah. Sanguinor's gone. Death Company's gone. Fifteen Death Company and Sanguinor gone. The guy hits on a two plus wounds on a two plus and Jeez. does d6 damage yeah with each hit yeah sanguinor had five wounds normally and he was down a wound from something he was down he was down a wound from a, a tomb, tomb blade. blade from a tomb blade he, he failed his two up save was two up save to a tomb blade it it, it was yeah. it you know what that was that that was the uh sanguinius of the necrons <laughs> putting a chink in horus's armor yeah 
before the emperor could come. <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And then that left poor old Lamartis, poor who old Lamartis. decided like he, he's just going to attack these immortals that appeared and exact exact some revenge. But he killed one; it came back. <laughs> yeah. The Nightbringer came, murdered him. Murdered as well. him. That was the end of that. Yeah, that was the end of Death Company. Yeah, Nightbringer scary. <laughs> yeah, Nightbringer is just tough. What just, the heck? Yeah, what he, the his hell? new rules are just horrendous. So, if you're fighting the Nightbringer shoot him from a distance from he's a distance. character so um if he's bubble wrap then kill the bubble wrap but you have to do something before he gets up to your lines um with blood angels they're of course going to assault that's the way i'm going to yeah. play them every single time if if it was you if you were playing tau or astromilitarum they would have been better for yeah there's yeah. a good chance that they would have a better shot at killing the nightbringer night from night a distance yeah. but not these guys they're, they 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 bring the party to you they bring the party <laughs> Yeah, and then so after that, it became a slow dismantling. What the the linchpin of my army was Death Company. I mean, yeah. that that was where I sunk most of my points, and that's where most of my auras were and all that stuff. I I had the Primaris Lieutenant. Yeah, who turned out to be great. Actually, yeah, he actually was actually. Really so the the Lieutenant uh, gives your army the ability. Well, he's a six inch aura, and any friendly units, not just infantry, but any friendly units sure. get get the. Uh, re-roll their wound rolls of one yeah so it, he was working for like two or three tax squads i think i had three tax squads you know sort of within his aura i had the world whirlwind and i had the sicarino within his aura so he was working his magic yeah so he was actually really good i would recommend bringing a, a primaris lieutenant especially if you have a shooting army from behind because he really really helps with that oh for um, sure yeah so so he was great your Lich Guard uh, tried to go after my Whirlwind, and they walked in. They put some wounds on the Whirlwind. The Whirlwind shuffled away before they killed it. Yeah. And then Attack Squad. Attack Squad. At this point, I remember the Red Thirst. It was actually Attack Squad, the Devastator Squad. It was a lot of fire. It was a, okay. Well, there was there was some fire. Some fire killed a, a couple of them. I think a lot of that was uh, that killed all, all but one. Yeah, you went. You went. You you killed. You entered a death zone. Where, where I had like three, two or three tax squads. In I mean, yeah, but that was the closest thing next to it. And I figure I these four sides need to hit. They, they were shock troops. They were going to die. Yeah, they were going to die. They were yeah. going to die. And so and so it was the thing that finally killed them was a group of tag marines tag just marines charged them. And charged then, the last at this guy. point, I remember the the red thirst, and then they they, killed they hacked them all to pieces. So hacked him to pieces. They hacked him to pieces, and then then could not feast on his blood because he's a necron. He's a necron. No yeah. sustenance. Yeah, exactly. Which again fails too. Mm. <laughs> you lose again, blood angels. You lose again, blood angels. <laughs> Even Damn. death we defeat you. <laughs> yeah. So it was just it was just ugly after that. It was just basically you know I I had done a lot of damage at the beginning. I actually had killed a lot of your units. Um, yeah. But at a certain point, I think it was after I lost the whirlwind and a death company and Sanguinor and Lamartis yeah. that I looked at the battlefield and realized they aren't, there's no victory here. Yeah. There's no possible way for me to win. So we, we ended it at turn four. Yeah. It was, I conceded at turn four. It was 10 to eight, I believe. 10, 10 to eight. Yeah. And it was only going to get worse. Yeah. Was blood angels. So I, I, I needed to concede. It was no possible mathematical way for me to win. Uh, I wanted the Blood Angels to win uh, their first outing under the, the new codex, outing. yeah. But man, that uh, the Necrons. Necrons were tough. I mean, the thing with I mean, 
the Blood Angels kind of played perfectly. The the nature of the army kind of plays into the Necrons' hands. Yes. Because they have a lot of like 24 inch. Yes. They're not super long range and they're kind of slow. And that's always been a problem for them. But once they reach you, yeah. you're kind of you're kind of screwed. Right. If, they, if you have any more. Because they don't die and they just keep shooting. And they just keep shooting. They don't die and they just keep on going. <laughs> right. Um, and the Blood Angels come in and they, they try to do a lot of damage. But if they can't, then they're just going to get whittled down, yeah. um, which is what the Necrons are good at. Forgetting the red thirst on Death Company, nah, I think, was a major mistake on my mistake. part. I don't know if it would have ultimately have changed much the ultimate result. It, it I would have gotten rid of the. Um, you might have gotten rid of more, but I think it probably would have taken the same amount of time. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think it would have happened faster, but I don't think it would have happened in one turn. But I don't, I, I don't think it would have happened. I, I think what would have happened is I would have been able to kill the tomb blades, and that would have prevented you from getting. No, because you only charged them with the sanguine. Oh, yeah, but he has the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Might, that might have helped. It, it, but you know what? My, that's my bad. So now I will never forget <laughs> the red thirst. Forget, yeah. I will never forget the red thirst as a result of this. But anyway, that's the thing with Warhammer. Sometimes, even though the rules are simplified. There's still a lot of rules. There's still a lot of rules. Right. And this was a new codex, and I forgot to use the main thing in the new codex. It <laughs> happens. The one defining trait of the Blood Angels forgotten. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Good, nonetheless, fun game. One very fun game. Good game. It was. Uh, you'd, you'd been kind of on a losing streak. On a losing streak. So this was, this was good. Sweet, sweet victory. Sweet, sweet victory. Right. Sweet metal victory. <laughs> Over the uh, space vampires. Yep. Okay. It was fun. Okay. So... Uh, now that you've listened, uh, let's announce the winner of our, of our giveaway. As you know, in our last um, podcast we, um, episode, we announced that we were going to give one lucky winner, um, the uh, Canoness of Viridian, the Sisters of Battle, Canoness Viridian. She looks like Debbie Harry yeah. <laughs> standing on top of a pile of skulls. Should I do a drum roll? Uh, <laughs> you can do a drum roll. Okay. You can do a drum roll. No, no, don't do a drum roll. Don't sounds do drum ter- roll. Sounds terrible. Okay, never mind. Ignore <laughs> it. This ignore, is ignore, get cut ignore the drum roll. No drum rolls. Okay, so uh, we asked our listeners to uh, give a review of our, on iTunes of our podcast. And so we were going to pick a winner from that. And a winner of our giveaway is. I'm doing a very tiny drum roll with my Nate fingers. Nate Gehring. Hey, Nate Gehring. Congratulations, Nate, Nate. You have won the Canonist Viridian. Um, in order to save uh, postage, I'm going to take her out of the box uh, and, and put her in a in a very well protected bubble wrap pouch. But you're still getting everything that comes in the box. Neato. Uh, but Nate, what we Thanks, need you to Nate. do is send us an email or go to our Facebook page and uh, contact us there so that we can get an address for you, and then we will send out the Canis Viridian uh, right away. So thank you for participating. Thank you for playing, and enjoy your new. Sister of Battle. Um, she's pretty cool. I would have loved paint, painting her, but I feel better about giving her away to somebody who will actually use her. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. All right. So uh, with that, let me just let you guys know that if you want to get a hold of us, mm-hmm. you can always send us an email at theeyeofterrorpodcast at gmail.com. We also do have that Facebook page we talked about, so you can visit us there. We will have pictures of the Necrons versus the Blood Angels. Uh, right after this podcast is published. Yeah, we will. We wish you all a very happy holiday season. We hope you have a great new year. We hope 2018 is great. We hope we get Plastic Sisters of Battle for 2018. Please, Emperor, <laughs> please. Uh, we look forward to a bunch of new codexes and uh, uh, great new fun things in the hobby. 
So uh, have fun, be safe, and we will all see you guys in 2018. With that, that is the the end of episode 51. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. We'll see you guys next year.